Hello, Internet. Wait, wait, wait. I thought we said we were going to do hi, Internet. Why would I say hi? I always say hello. I know, but this, is the, this isn't the show. This is a commercial for the show. I thought we said we were going to do it different. I always say hello, Rod. I, you, all right, fine. Say it whatever way you want to, Chris. It doesn't matter what I say anyway. Hello, Internet. You did. Fine. You got your hello in. And now I'm Rod Morgan. You can listen to us on Balls and Brew, where we'll argue about many things even more inane than what you just heard us argue about there. I promise. Right here on the Morgan Unit Podcast Network. Welcome to the Yeah We Know Podcast, part of the Morgan Knows Podcast Network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. Rod, what are you hot about today? Uh, there's any number of places I could go, but I am going to choose to just let the mark and me come out. I love seeing the Tribal Chief back defending the Undisputed Universal Championship for the first time live on free TV. I got to admit, that's, that's what I'm most hot about because we are literally recording this minutes after that match wrapped up. There's really nothing else that happened uh, at all. Uh, Rod, uh, we, we have a special guest today, don't we? We do. We are uh, we're welcoming what I am going to akin to our version of the big boss man. You have heard him on these Morganino podcast networks before. He is our Ohio bureau <laughs> chief. We have touched with him on the Browns numerous times. He works security at Brown Stadium. He's a former corrections officer. He's a lifelong wrestling fan. He's Mr. Mark Allen. Mark, hello. Hey, how are you guys? What's going I'm- on? I'm pumped up, as you can see, Jimmy. I'm, I'm, I, I imagine you're not as excited as me because that's usually the way the vibe goes on this podcast. We we are doing well. There's a lot to talk about, so it's been a, it's been a couple weeks here because it's kind of been a a, a slow period for WWE uh, typically, but uh, not after the last couple of weeks. So I guess the big story is after Stephanie McMahon decided to take a leave of absence, there was a huge article written uh, about how horrible she was at her job uh, and that they had to uh, they had to get uh, get rid of her. I'm just joking. The big story is Vince McMahon had, well, that's actually what happened, but Vince McMahon had to step down as CEO of the WWE because, well, there's some NDAs in there. There's some questionable raises given out. Basically, everyone who's not a wrestling fan is very interested in the story, and everyone who's a wrestling fan is like, yeah, that's about right. Uh, Don't you think, Rod? Yeah, I uh, I must admit when uh, when the news first came across my uh, notification window and it was a uh, an affair, I was like, uh, hmm, I'm completely shocked that a man in power had an affair with somebody and then attempted to pay that person off, and there was possibly promotions and other things. I'm just I'm I'm shocked to hear that because there's certainly never been any industry in America touched by this. The WWE is the first and only place that this has ever happened, right, Jim? I think so. I think so. Um, I just, it's weird because it's something that's kind of been known. I think Vince and Linda really haven't been together for a while. They're still technically married, but he's, I mean, the stories have been, he's always kind of been a dirt ball, uh, in, in general, allegedly, of course. Uh, and honestly, you know, even if you have an affair with someone and, and have them sign an NDA and pay them $3 million, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing, uh, legally, I, I don't believe legally wrong with any of that. Uh, I think where they're going to get him, perhaps, is if this person got a raise because of her uh, interactions with Vince McMahon going from $100,000 to $200,000, which I guess in, in her line of work in the WWE, that position is a $100,000 position, but it's not quite a $200,000 position. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, it, it's 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 like, 
all kinds of thoughts run through your head when you see this. Like, you're absolutely right. First of all, Vince is kind of a slump. slump Alleged. Allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, allegedly. Um, <laughs> I think they're, they're after him, I think, because, you know, you're, the raises, the, the non-reporting of things, it, you know, the questionable decisions that he has, I, I, you know, I think it's all legit. And like I told Rod earlier, messaging him, you know, it's maybe it's a ploy for him to just run things behind the scenes to get out of the public eye and maybe let Stephanie and, and Shane and, you know, Hunter run the thing. Maybe he's tired, but he's got a lot to answer for, though. I'll tell you that. Yeah, Rod, uh, he's, you know, you kind of hit on it earlier, Rod. He's a very rich man in power uh, for a long time, a lot of questionable. Do you think anything's going to come of this, or is it just going to be Stephanie's going to be interim CEO for a couple months, and then he'll be back and everything will be fine? Or is this going to be the end of McMahon? Uh, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me there. He's I've choked been up. This, uh, yeah, I, I do. I, listen, I'm a, I'm a Vinnie Mac guy, right? I'm certainly not defending any behavior here whatsoever, but I've always been a Vinnie Mac guy, right? As long as I've been a wrestling fan, Vince has been, other than I suppose during the time Linda McMahon took over, but Vince was still kind of running things there. So I think we're going to see a similar situation here. What I guess I would say is this is a publicly traded company that has a board, okay, but ultimately, it comes down to shareholders and votes, and Vince has a lot of power there. That's just quite. That's yep. just the way these things are set up by men like him. But I also don't know that we're going to see a groundswell of people who are going to be calling for Vince McMahon's head. Jimmy, this is not a political podcast. This is not the platform no. for any of that. But what I no. will say, just framing it real quickly, we have seen numerous, numerous, numerous scenarios over the last four to five years in America where things that used to absolutely bring somebody down and have consequences just do not anymore. So I just think that we are somewhat desensitized in this climate for calling for people to go down because we are so politicized. I think people are going to just side up and ultimately there's not going to be the kind of pressure that the board is going to put on Vince McMahon. So mark your call of a, it, a, it a ploy. So Vince can run behind the scenes. I don't, I don't necessarily want to say ploy. I know what you mean. It's not a ploy. Clearly yeah. Vince did this and had the affair, but what you spoke about being the ultimate rub of the situation, I believe is absolutely it here. I mean, come on, Stephanie McMahon walked away for a reason or was asked to go away for a reason she's back now because she's the easiest person for her dad to funnel things through and vince is still head creative here jimmy right so that's yeah. why you said for wrestling fans like us sure this means all of our buddies are going to be hitting us us asking what's going on but for you and i we're still like great here's happy corbin fighting madcap moss again for the fifth time so clearly creative is not changing no and it's just it needs to it, well, yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole, that's a whole, I guess that is this podcast every week. It's also a whole other podcast. So Vince McMahon, <laughs> what, what's interesting is after, like right after the press release of him stepping down and Stephanie taking over and Stephanie tweets out that she's great to, you know, glad to be back and running the company. Let's get to the uh, live appearance here. He, he, they announced that Mr. McMahon will appear in character on SmackDown. And I, my first thought was, you're telling me that a guy who has been accused of 
Well, I mean, I don't know really what he's been accused of. It's a, a guy who's been had just business, just have some business, issues, just business illegalities, right? Things yes. that you cannot have going on in your corporation Correct. if you are a publicly traded company. They're going to bring him out knowing full well he is going to get cheered, and it could make wrestling fans look bad here in a couple weeks. I, you know, I. I didn't think that that was a good idea. I thought they should have done a pre-tape, but what did they do? No, Mr. McMahon, in my opinion, said, I'm going to show you that I can do whatever I want, and it's business as usual. That's why I'm going to come out. I'm going to say, it's a pleasure to stand in front of you. Then, now, forever, and the last one's important, together. Welcome to SmackDown Throws This Thing Away. That was dumb. Oh, I completely disagree. I was I, I loved every second of it. I thought that was absolutely perfect. You can't pin anything on that statement that Vinnie Mac just made coming down to the ring, Jim. Now you can absolutely say You can say he he doesn't care, it's gonna go on business well, as course, usual. That's you're exactly what that, that said. You're inferring no, that. that is that's exactly what's exactly what happened there, Mark. No, but he didn't it? say that. He well, that's what happened. But he didn't say that. That's what's important here. It's it's like it's like what I messaged you, Rod. And I said, you know, to quote Denzel Washington, King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> and that's that's exactly what it, his attitude portrayed. He walked out, it, he walked out, I'm going to do what I want, when I want, how I want. Of course. Of course until, it was all Until of that. you drag me out of here in cuffs or a body bag, I am going to run this company. Whether it's in the shadows or whether it's allegedly wink wink nudge nudge through stephanie or somebody else absolutely that's absolutely yeah. what it was but he didn't say that and that's not no, what the and that's not what the wwe is officially saying and that's what's important here right vince more than anybody else based on the success he's had in this business knows it's all about perception it's all about perception. He's in a sports entertainment business anyway. Anytime bad stuff has come up for the WWE over the years, Vince has always found a way to work it to his angle. Vince McMahon yep. is an absolute genius, all right? Again, I'm not defending his deplorable behavior here, but Vince McMahon is an absolute genius. What he did in the ring tonight was brilliant, all right? You may yeah. completely disagree with it, and you'd want Vince McMahon to step up and be a good guy, but that ain't Vince McMahon, and that's nope. not how you get to the top of the wrestling business. So it was absolutely perfect because he said nothing, but he said everything. And the shareholders are very happy with that. Uh, and we know things haven't changed because we got uh, kind of a little bait and switch to start things off with. Uh, as soon as McMahon goes out of the ring, Riddle's music hits. And we know Riddle has a huge matchup against Roman Reigns. Uh, Riddle comes out mm. and talks for quite – there was a lot of talking on the SmackDown. I don't understand. I It's so – to pay good money to go see that show, and you got a good match. You got a couple other things here and there, but that, that wasn't worth it. Um he comes out and talks for a long time, basically saying Randy Orton ain't coming back anytime soon, boys. And that hurts WWE because there's nobody else to come back to face Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, key, key on the nobody else to come back. Yeah, we'll talk We'll yeah. talk about that here in a second. Wink, so, wink. Um, and then, of course, we go to the last laugh match between Mad Cat Moss and Happy Corbin. And this laugh, last laugh match was kind of a cool stipulation. Uh, it was a one-on-one -on -one singles match that uh, that Madcap Moss won. Um, <laughs> nice sarcasm in your voice there, Jim. But I kind of like the McAfee angle at the end. I guess th I, there's your SummerSlam match right there. Boy, uh, Mark, what do you think about McAfee and uh, 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 Happy Corbin at SummerSlam? McAfee is the man. <laughs> I, I loved everything about that little, you know, 
tête-à-tête, if so, sure. you know, if you will. I loved everything about it. Like I said, McAfee, his his shows are just incredible, and you know the way the way he just like I'm gonna say what I want, and you aren't gonna do a damn thing about it. I loved it. All right, listen, we're, I'm going to break up the McAfee love fest right here because Jimmy professes his love for Pat McAfee all the time, too, in his show, and that's fine. I, we're talking about <laughs> Pat McAfee, the wrestling commentator here, and that guy has more heat than any wrestler in that building tonight, not named Riddle or Roman Reigns, it seemed, because when he grabbed the microphone, everybody in that place was doing exactly what he wanted him to do. So I just love when McAfee can just, like, yep. step Agreed. up and wield his heat. Somebody yeah. has to step up because the, the show was – too much talk, you know. Yeah, the show the show that, that was wasn't slow. interesting. We we did get a very good main event uh, in in Riddle and and Reigns for a half a second. There, people thought Riddle was going to win the championship for a half a second, uh, but it came back and it ends like most uh, Reigns matches matches end. But really, we got to give these guys credit. It's a really solid matchup overall. Great TV match. We got to give Riddle uh, a lot of credit. That, the, the he's WWE good. He's is good. Riddle right now. I mean, honestly, yeah. Riddle's wrestled on every show for like three weeks straight. He's wrestling in tag team matches. He's wrestling against uh, Sami Zayn. Now he's taking on the Tribal Chief. I mean, he's all over the place. Next yeah. thing you know, he's going to be getting whipped by Gunther. I mean, I have no idea what they're going to do with him. Yeah. It, it was a very good match. Riddle's, you know, he's he's got a, a good push of momentum you know from oh, the clearly WWE. mark clearly you know i mean who else do they got right now right i right. love riddle yeah. and i thought we were going to get here sooner or later but i think they're, he's all he's being forced on him right now yeah he's 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 got good push i he puts on good matches you know when he first came into the wwe when he got called up from nxt you know he was just you know like a deer in headlights but then He's progressed, and now he's putting on good, clean, hard matches, which is what they need, no matter who he wrestles. He's putting on good matches. Yeah, he is, and and I think that'll be a, a solid matchup for either, I guess, either Money in the Bank, which Money in the Bank is in Vegas, so they might uh, they might go that direction. They only have a couple weeks left to to build that, so it actually that that could be in Vegas because of. Uh, a happy Corbin's uh, track record there. Uh, overall, uh, decent show at best. We do have some more Money in the Bank qualifiers here. And let's talk about that here real quick. With the women's Money in the Bank ladder match, we've got Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan. Um, we also have um, Raquel Rodriguez-Gonzalez uh, and then also Lacey Evans right now. Uh, gentlemen, not very, um, not very excited about this one so far. What are your thoughts, Joe, boys? I'm going to pass on this because I that's I couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, I I have a little bit of respect for Alexa Bliss. I clearly like Liv Morgan because sure. she is my great aunt through some sort of relation, I imagine, right? Because her real last name has to be Morgan. So Correct, I, I, yes. I, I, I like her. But I, uh, How Raquel is she Rodriguez, your great aunt if you're older than she is? Listen, we, we, we don't have – this is entertainment, Jim. All right? Oh. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez, I see it fine. You're big, great. And Lacey Evans, they clearly are trying to stick her down our throats. But I am not I – don't, I don't care anything about the women's ladder match right now whatsoever. I don't care anything about Ronda Rousey. I am just waiting for the queen to return. <laughs> yeah, she's too busy on her honeymoon, so – yeah. Mark, let's get, uh, that, let's that get it over good, with, Charlotte. That, I mean, come on, good, we need that, you. 
That was a good sales pitch, uh, Rod. Thank you uh, for getting people to buy the Money in the Bank uh, pay per view there. Now Mark, the men's Mark... listen, buy it for the men's because I'm all in on. You could tell me anything yeah. happens in I that like, thing. I like the, the for me the women's match so far. It lacks the the punch in the face that they've had before. You know, unless they get somebody like Charlotte coming back, or how about this name, Bailey coming back okay you can interest me if bailey shows back up for this jimmy do you have any word on that uh well i've clearly i don't know anything because i kind of forgot i i buried the lead so far that i forgot to mention the smackdown uh, main event results but uh bailey coming back in money in the bank would be great um i do think we know who roman reigns's opponent will be at SummerSlam because rod who called it about an hour before the show and i was like nah they're not going to do that they were in minnesota which is only like you know probably a half hour plane ride from from someone's uh, uh slaughterhouse if you will uh saskatchewan your boy the beast incarnate brock lesnar is back and he's ready to get beat by Roman Reigns again. Awesome. Rod, what are they doing? Listen, babyface Brock shows up, beats down the bloodline, and sends the crowd home happy, Jimmy. I got no problem with it. They want to give Brock Lesnar a big, huge bag to show up. That's fine. But I want to give props to one of the other wrestling podcasters out there, David Shoemaker with The Ringer, right? He brought up a great point. Lesnar has made no bones about on your guy's McAfee show, by the way, that yeah. you give him a big enough bag and he's ready to wrestle and do anything. So yeah. if you're if you're passing out bags like that, why don't you just go pass out another huge bag to Stone Cold Steve Austin or any number of other things, right? Why don't you just tell The Rock, all right, Rock, $2.5 million. We need you for, you know, four weeks. Come on. Rock's going to think about doing that. If you're just going to pass out a huge bag, go for somebody other than Brock Lesnar. But he's definitely right there, microwavable. Bring him out, babyface Brock, big pop, and we saw it tonight. Mark, uh, Lesnar is going to get his rematch, apparently, uh, probably yeah. at SummerSlam, and he's going to lose again. Um, is this as concerning to you as me where we have to keep going back to people and matches we've already done so many times? Yeah, it, it, for me it is. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of the, the, the repeat matches, like you said earlier. Again, Corbin Moss. You know, and now we're going to have, again, Reigns-Lesnar. You know, a, a Money in the Bank qualifying match. Again, Sheamus and McIntyre. Okay? it's And it's like what I had said earlier as well. Creative needs to change because they're repeating stupid storylines that worked in the Attitude Era or in the, uh, you know, the corporation, you know, it, it, it worked then, but they've got no business repeating them because they're not working now. It, it, they're just drying up. And it's like, yeah, we'll force feed them this stuff. And it's, it's kind of watering down the product, which is why you're starting to see, in my opinion, they're slowly, they're not going to fully admit it, but the brand separation is done. Oh, yeah. Because they've oh, got sure. no, they've got no one to fill these spots in both Raw and SmackDown. They're talking way too much. And it's just, it's like, ugh. That's why I, I, I'll flip channels. I'll watch some matches, matches I don't care about. Yeah, I'll. 
watch main cabin masters or something. You know, if I'm Stephanie McMahon, because I'm in charge now, uh, I come down to the ring and I say, his name is Walter, and I just walk away. Uh, Gunther, your <laughs> that'll solve it, Jimmy. <laughs> Gunther, your uh, your intercontinental champion, uh, it did of course a, a backstage uh, interview because that's all they did tonight. And he and Ricochet are going to have a match next week. I was looking very much forward to the Ricochet uh, Gunther match uh, last week on SmackDown, and it kind of underwhelmed a little bit because they didn't let him they didn't let him cook. Hopefully next week they're going to be the main event. Hopefully they get 20, 25 minutes and just go out and have a, a, a an awesome match. Uh, because really Gunther, I think and, they've shown a bit of a. If you don't mind me jumping in here, yeah. Jim, I think they've shown a bit of a commitment to having SmackDown have that kind of a match, right? I clearly yeah. think that they that they have either decided themselves or Fox has come to them. You can look back at the last couple of SmackDowns, and we we have a pretty big match that they can. I mean, how many times have we seen Michael Cole and Pat McAfee go? This is the biggest SmackDown. I mean, they're they're do. I mean, of course they do that every night, but they're definitely trying to sell it hard the last three to four weeks. So I think that's definitely something you're right. And is Gunther Ricochet enough? Mm, probably not, but I'd no, like to not, see that. Well, I'd, I'd, be, I'd like to see it. Th- it should, I'm with you. I'd yeah. like to see him have that long of a match because I love seeing Walter. I'll go ahead and nod to you there and call him that because I know you love that, right? Thank you. And yes. Ricochet can do a lot of great work, and it's cool to see a guy that big versus a guy that small. But I personally, I want to see that belt stay around Gunther's waist for a while. I think it's a good look for him. I liked what Kaiser did. You're fine about too much talking. You're not wrong. I'm not going to dispute that. But I still am in mark enough that I'm in on the storylines and listening. And I liked what Kaiser was saying. We're bringing the Intercontinental Championship back to other countries. You Americans have sullied this. I like that as an angle. A lot of different things you can do with that. I like Gunther chopping people. I'm all in on the Gunther of it. I I would agree with with that promo, you know, with, with Kaiser. You know, it, it sets up the the traditional, you know, Worthy, worthy of bad foreigners versus the all-American people like Ricochet, or when he comes back healthy enough, Big E, or you know somebody like that where you can do the like what they had uh, Hulk Hogan versus um, one of the Russians back in the day. You could do Nikolai. an angle like that, Nikolai Volkov. You could do something like that, or Hogan versus Iron Sheik. Yeah, I'm you all know, about it. Let's play the hits. You can, you can, you can do that kind of thing. One, because they really haven't done that in a while. They haven't rehashed it. And two is, you know, it's always with these wrestlers capable of putting on huge matches. You know, you can have a good clean match like that I, I like that jimmy let me ask you this because i know that you you follow these things okay i've heard through little uh little grapevines little birdies my little sources that uh aew ratings are actually uh not incredibly great these last couple of weeks and the whole uh new japan aew crossover is maybe not hitting with as much effect as we thought so is the answer truly longer matches more old school wrestling or is the answer we don't necessarily know what it is right now and it's fine that the wwe is throwing a bunch of stuff up against the wall including playing the hits because 90s fashion is back all things come back around sooner or later so if you do nostalgia right nobody complains about it no i, pl- I played the new turtles game today it was pretty cool actually See? it's uh, really nice um <laughs> i think the last couple of weeks uh, all the ratings have been kind of weird because the nba finals are doing pretty decent um but i i I don't know. I mean, I just 
it's boring. It's it's rehashed and it needs to change. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, we're going to go into Money in the Bank with uh, with Seth Rollins uh, right now and Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Rod, I thought Seth had a pretty good shot at winning Money in the Bank, but I actually think it's going to be Drew McIntyre now because they've got the the clash in the castle, I believe is what it's called, uh, in Ireland uh, coming yeah, up. But can't in you September. just give Drew that main event anyway without him having to have the Money in the Bank? Yeah, but I think they might do that just because they want to give him the money in the bank to get rid of money in the bank. Um, I liked my Seth Rollins theory better, but uh, I, I think you might see uh, Drew win in this one. Who knows, though, right? I don't know anything. Yeah, my my thing is is with, with Seth is... Uh, Tread easy know, here, Mark. Tread easy here. It's, you know, he puts on incredible matches. All right, that a boy. You know, it's just... There's a butt coming. Oh, yeah, there's a butt coming. Oh, but... wait a minute, Mark. Are you sure you want to do that with me oh. here on this podcast? I'm wearing my Seth Rollins t-shirt right now. Yeah, well, acknowledge me. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, but, no, it, it it's some of the stuff he does, I know it's character-wise, is just way too over the top. And now he's trying to, you know, emulate Triple H with the with the sledgehammer, you know, find your own, own road, dude. Whoa. Rod, Rod, give Rod a minute. He's on the floor right now. Uh, in anger. Sorry, Rod. Um, Mark, I, I invite you on this podcast. I, know. I say we need another <laughs> lifelong wrestling fan to talk about the chairman stepping aside. And you bring up a lot of great creative points and you have showed your cred and you've done well so far. But then, then <laughs> you have to take it too far and break heel and trash my guy, Seth Rollins. What are you doing, Mark? Uh, I banned one of Jimmy's family members from the podcast for talking about The Miz. What do you think I might do to you for making fun of Seth Rollins? I, uh, I will never make fun of The Miz. Because I oh work out God. with his dad all the time. Nice. There you go. See, Jimmy, look at that. We have a connection to the Miz on this podcast now. You yeah. can no longer trash him. I, I yeah, have George is a said, funny guy. I have always said the Miz plays an amazing role. It's just we don't need to see him in, in the role he's in. But. Jimmy, you were down. You were down in the dumps about all this, bud. I think. Did you really think... That with Vince McMahon stepping down, we were going to see like some sort of a different oh, show tonight. Oh God, no, 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 no. That 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 has never been. No, uh, I, you know exactly what's going to happen. As soon as hey, I'm stepping down, but I'm still head of creative. So you're still Vince McMahon. You're not. That's no. That's that's nothing there. I just I I want to see something different because I I knew you knew someone was coming out at the end. You knew that was happening. Oh yeah, there's too much time left. Like even I heard you guys Drew in the pre-show. McIntyre, even somebody, I would actually, I would have liked that. Have Drew come out and port the sword at him. That would have been cool because I get it. Put heat on Drew McIntyre. That's fine. He doesn't. Seth Rollins doesn't have to win the Money in the Bank. But sure. let me let me throw this at you real quick, Jim. Let me throw this at you real quick. There's other machinations we can go about to get Drew McIntyre fighting Roman Reigns at that pay per view. Sure, Certainly it's 100%. already over there, and there's other machinations we can do. What if yeah. though? What if before that we had some major heat thrown on somebody else so then we could then recook those guys, right? And then Roman can still probably do his part-time stuff. What if Seth still wins Money in the Bank but then cashes it in that night vis-a-vis his WrestleMania? We're talking about how they rehash storylines. What if he did that? Yeah, I don't think Roman's wrestling, the ultimate That's the issue. Roman's not wrestling. you don't think he's going to be at Money in the Bank? No, I don't think so. That's the issue. Yeah, you're probably right about that. No, I, I don't think he's going to be there. Private island. 
<laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that lots. might explain why he looked a little puffy in the midsection. He did actually. Yeah, I kind of noticed he, he's that been myself. Sitting down for a little while. That's fine. You know what? He's he's had a good run here. So, uh, we it's a huge uh, huge week in in the world of, of professional wrestling. Uh, Are we going to see Stephanie on Monday? Let's spin this forward, Jimmy. Are no, we see I don't Stephanie think we on see Monday? Stephanie on Monday. Stephanie's I think, not no. going to do any TV. She's going to be completely behind the scenes. Ooh. I think. Uh, well, I mean that. Ever, forever, no. I think for the first, yes, I think she will be behind the scenes here for a little while. They're going to have to figure this one out. I don't know how long this investigation is going to continue. Apparently, it started Will Vince be in Gorilla? Will Vince be in yes. Gorilla oh, the yes. whole time? He, no, 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 no. The whole time the investigation goes on. Every time? Yes, 100%. There yeah. will not be a time where they will be forced to say Vince is away from Gorilla tonight. You don't think there's going to be, because I think you think there's going to be more heat coming than I do. So I'm, there, I'm, I'm trying to gauge your what you really think may come down here. It depends what else they bring up. I mean, obviously, if, if it's just this one thing moving forward, no, he'll be there the whole time. But if there's something extremely – if there's a Deshaun Watson-type situation where there's 20, Multiple. 30, whatever, at some point – they will have to have him uh, have him go away because they're a publicly traded company now, and they've got to they've got to worry about the stockholders. Um, I think coming out tonight was a message to the stockholders that nothing's going to change, uh, but something could change. Mark, how about you? Spinning it forward for us, bud. What do you what do you ultimately think is going to happen? I think I would agree with the sentiment that he was going to stay in Gorilla until something else comes along. Um, and Stephanie may not appear on TV next week. Maybe after Money in the Bank, she might come out and, and, and you know, kick off Raw or SmackDown, just like Vince did tonight with SmackDown. Um, I think... I think there is something else coming down the pike against Vince. Don't know what it is yet. I can't put my finger on it. But if something else does come down, you know, it's going to be, yeah, you got to step away, you know, just, you know, go home, go to your office, whatever. Just, you know, this is going to sound bad, but just go away. Jimmy, let me ask you another quick question here. If Vince is not able to continue being lead creative, but clearly he gets a chance to say who lead creative is in his stead, who would it be? Who's basically number two as far as lead creative goes? Well, I mean, number two is Bruce Pritchard right now, but he had uh, shoulder surgery and something else going on, and he's, he's no spring chicken. Uh, Triple H had a shot. He failed at NXT, uh, so that's not it. Listen, it's I mean, it's – it's Paul Heyman that you, if you want something good to happen. Now they they gave him a shot a couple of years ago, but they didn't really give him a shot. Uh, Vince kind of just took over again. So if if it's truly going to be something different, uh, I would I would look at Paul Heyman for a creative if he wants to do it. I also just think we have a chance here, right? That again, like I said, they always try to spin this in their advantage. So okay, maybe Stephanie doesn't show up on TV, but what maybe they do do is we have some sort of a tweak to the whole Adam Pierce of it all, right? Because I just. 
Adam Pierce is getting more and more on my nerves. I'm just kind of like, what exact purpose do you serve, if any at all? I mean, I just, the whole Adam Pierce of it all is getting on my nerves. And I just wonder if in the star vacuum that we're currently experiencing, we could bring in, you know, again, you guys say it's rehashing old storylines and that's fine, but this is professional wrestling after all, boys. We're just going to have to do that, right? So just bring somebody else back to be an official for a little while. That's, you know, more of a name, gets more of a pop. Fans want to see, you know, can tell a different story. I don't know. I just think that that is a possibility as well that I wanted to get out. I would agree with, first of all, I would agree with like Paul Heyman being creative, you know, because he's done it so long, like with ECW. Um, he did it, you know, a few times in WWE. Um, didn't really get that much of a, uh, a big push to do what he really wanted to do, you know, cause Vince just took it back over and it, it just, I think, you know, they need to figure that out because with the way they're running things now, it's just going to end up going further downhill until they figure it out. I think that's a pretty good point right there is that, that somebody should start thinking about maybe what the next step might be because you just never know how these things go out. All of us have kind of said on this podcast, we don't think Vince is going to end up being in too much heat, but you just never know how these things work out. So somebody better start thinking about what the uh, the plan B might be if uh, old Vinnie Mac can't call all the shots. Well, and that's that, that's something that they've really kind of needed to do for a while now, and they just they haven't. So uh, lots of stuff coming up in the world of professional wrestling. Also, Rod, we have some. Uh, we had Balls of Brew this week. That was a, a very good show talking about the, um, you know, what was the final. We haven't even talked about it on this network yet. The uh, the Warriors won the championship. Uh, I believe there were a couple people that thought there was going to be a game seven, but the Warriors came back and destroyed it. Big week next week with the NBA draft. We're going to do something on the uh, Balls and Brew about the draft. I'm just going to float this idea out into the ether right now. It came to me earlier today, and I think that we may actually do it. I think there may be a recording of the podcast during the draft, right? Love it. Love it. I think we may record the podcast during the draft. We can talk about a couple of things. That, like We won't record right at the beginning. We'll let some things happen, but we'll jump in at some point during the middle of the draft, and we'll get it done and out by the end of it, and that's what I think is going to happen next week. Because as we've stated before, Episode 100 of the Morgan You Know is around the corner, so I'm still I'm still uh, I'm still cooking up what that's going to be. So it's going to be a little while there. So it's either going to be wrestling or balls and brew at you. All right, Mark, thank you for joining us. You're welcome back anytime to talk about wrestling. Hopefully, we have some uh, more positive things to talk about next time. Yeah, I promise not to trash on Seth too much then. I was, oh, yeah. I was, I was going to jump in with that. I forgot end, so you're not, you you're not allowed back. I forgot about that. You've been listening to the Yeah We Know podcast, part of the More You Knows podcasting network. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Rod. And I think Rod just froze. I did. I, 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 Are you I, back I, now? I thought you were going to say something different for some reason. And I was like, no, wait a minute. He throws it to me here. And all I'm going to say is I'm back just like Vince McMahon walked out to the ring tonight to my favorite theme song of all time i told everybody that if no chance in hell dropped i was going to lose my mind and when it kicked in and vince started singing and the crowd was singing give me no chance in hell i know the circumstances weren't great but give me no chance in hell anytime no chance that's what you got